Hi, yes, Miriam. Um, I'd like to continue where we left off yesterday about the koach of Emunam Bitachon. And firstly, I'd like to read out from the Ramban at the end of Parshas Bo, who said so beautifully that the kavana of all the mitzvot is shena'amim ba'alokeinu v'nodei lav shu'ubra'anu. So this is the kavana of all the mitzvot that Hashem gave us, is in order to have emunah in Hashem and to thank Hashem that He created us. V'hi kavana This is the kavana of the entire creation. There is no other reason, ta'am, purpose in this first creation. V'ein kel elyon chafitz batachtonim. Meaning, this is what Hashem's desire is with man. This is Hashem's desire for man, for Yidin, is that we should know Hashem, knowing meaning emunah, know Hashem, and we should thank Hashem. So when we think about this, it's really a tall order, meaning when a person is becoming a mitzvah, the kavana, ultimately, of every mitzvah, and we know this is a connection to Hashem, but the Ramban really is telling us much more than that. It's not just this connection to Hashem, it's in emunah and Hashem, it's supposed to bring us to emunah and Hashem. And the second stage is the hodah, and we'll see right Hashem, hopefully we'll get to hodah as well. But this is a kavana of all mitzvot, and if we're not actually connecting to these two kavanas, the purpose of the mitzvot, when we're performing a mitzvah, then we're really missing the boat. This is what the Ramban is telling us. And the analogy that I like giving the mashal is, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with this mashal, is a person who is asked to bring a suitcase filled with diamonds to a friend of his. And this person is receives a suitcase and starts slapping the suitcase. And as he's walking, every step he's taking, he's sweating more and more and more. And at some point, he just feels like he can't continue. And he's thinking to himself, how could this be? I was told that the suitcase is filled with diamonds. And I know that diamonds really aren't heavy. They're very light. And so he decides to open up the suitcase, and he finds that he was pulling rocks the entire time. And this is exactly it. it every mitzvah is really a diamond. And Lamaisa, if the mitzvahs are heavy for us, and if they feel burdensome or cumbersome or just like a huge stress, then Kanira, I'm not being the kind of the mitzvah properly or I'm not really tapping into the kavana of the mitzvah. That's really what we have to ask ourselves with every mitzvah that we're performing because every mitzvah is ultimately supposed to bring us to this connection. And it doesn't mean that a mitzvah isn't challenging or isn't maybe requiring a lot of energy and investment. Well, we know that according in, in Western society, um, investment and challenge and uh, happiness, we'll call it, are contradictory. And we know that in Yiddishkeit, it's exactly the opposite, that many times our greatest happiness really comes from something that was an investment or that was a challenge or whatever it is. So we just really have to ensure that we're tapping into this idea of making every single mitzvah a connection to Hashem and ensuring that it's bringing us to more of an emuna, more of an emuna. When I teach emuna um, mitach, uh, when I teach tarsim mishpacha, I was going to say to my kalos, and now Baruch Hashem, it's to married women. I always tell them that through this mitzvah, I really see Hashem. That through our body, you really see Hashem. So we have this opportunity through every mitzvah that we're performing to really tap into the emuna mitachon to Hashem. 
So that's one, again, one understanding or one idea about the, the greatness and the, the godless of Amun Bitachon. Moving on also in Shmos to the, to the middle of Parshas Beshalach when Kla Yisrael are on the Yam. So they have the Mitzrim cornering them from the back and they have the Yam Suf right in front of them and they're crying out and they don't know what to do and they're screaming to Moshe Rabbeinu, we'd rather die, why did you take us out from uh, Eretz Mitzrayim, we'd rather worship Mitzrayim than die in the desert, and Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem. Then Hashem says to him in Pasuk Tesvav, and the Orachim there asks so beautifully, why is Hashem telling Moshe Rabbeinu to stop davening? Yesterday, when we spoke about um, Klai Yisrael, uh, davening, or, or any yid davening, we spoke about the fact that davening is a connection to Hashem, and Hashem wants us to daven in any situation. We spoke about Adam HaRishon um, with tefillah, that Hashem wanted his tefillah because it was a ma- manifestation of Amun HaMitochna. Hashem is the address for everything. And over here, Hashem Kivyechol is telling Moshe Rabbeinu something that's contradictory to our, our understanding, which is don't daven right now. So the Orachim explains that at this point in time, there was big Kitrug in Shemaim because Klal Yisrael were B'mem Tashare Tumah and there was Amidas Hadin. And in order to activate the Midas HaRachamim, the Koach of the Rachamim, he says as follows, Dabar Abnei Yisrael, V'yisi'atmu Be'emunah B'cholibam, who speak to Klal Yisrael, tell them to build up this emuna in their heart, as we said, the abuda of emuna is in the heart. hayam kodem Tell them to actually go into the yam before it splits. Asmach habitachon kiani So they should go into the sea on the basis of emuna and bitachon that Hashem is actually going to perform. He's going to perform a miracle. This is what the Orachim is saying, meaning the koach of bitachon is to actually turn something that's tevadik, something that's a nis, into something that's teva, meaning they're, they're, Hashem is making this nis for Klai Yisrael, and he's doing this, why? Because of their bitachon. So he's turning this into, he turned the yam into yabasha, he turned the water into dry land, into dry ground, and this was in the schus of the bitachon, and he ends off, meaning this activates, bitachon activates amidas harachamim. So we see over the koach of bitachon is actually to turn something that was a din into a rachamim. We see this also illustrated in the story of Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa with his daughter. And the story is brought down in, I think it's Gemara Tainis. And it says as follows that Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa's daughter lit her candles accidentally. Again, it wasn't intentionally, but it was accidentally. She took vinegar and she lit it. And she turns to her father and she says, Tati, I just lit the, oil, the candles with vinegar instead of oil. Our simple understanding is she was concerned that the vinegar wouldn't light. And we know that in the Gemara, Rabbi Chania Mendoza says, meaning what he was telling her is the Shemen and the Chomets don't have any intrinsic 
koach in and of themselves. The only koach that they have is the koach that Hashem is giving them. So if Hashem decides that the vinegar should have the same properties as the oil, then Hashem could do that. That's not a problem. Okay, and that's in, in essence what he was telling her, and that's a Pashuk shot. I heard a beautiful idea, and I don't remember where I heard this from. And the idea is as follows. The daughter of Rabbi Hanina ben Dusa grew up in a home of Amunah Bittachon. She grew up in uh, Gadol's home, and she obviously absorbed and imbued that Amunah Bittachon as well. So then what in essence was she asking her father? So what she was asking her father was, if I lit with vinegar and it's lighting, does that mean that it's actually detracting, it's taking away, it's subtracting from my schuyos? Because we know that it says that whoever, a person, whenever a, per, a niece is done for a person, it detracts, it takes away from their zechuyos. So Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa, in essence, was telling her that when a person has a munah mitachon, it turns nace into teva. That no longer is it a nace that the vinegar is lighting. It turns it into teva. And how can we understand that? Because if you think about it, if a person realizes that there is no nace in teva, that it's all Hashem, we know that teva bigimatra elokim, Everything is equal for Hashem. Hashem to Klai Sadamitzrayim. Hashem could do anything. So whether this lights or that lights, it doesn't make a difference. That's in essence what he was saying to her, that you're already bringing it into the realm of Teva. And once it's in the realm of Teva, it no longer takes away from your schuyos. So that's also, it's a big idea, it's a big understanding of the Koach of Emunah Bitachon to turn something that's kivyachol, a nace, to really turn it into teva and to be poel on that. And this is the kavana. The kavana is that Hashem wants us to be connecting to Him through all of our mitzvahs. He wants us to realize, that ultimately it should lead to a thanks to a tremendous hakar satov to Hashem. And to have this um, understanding in the heart, we'll call it, that Lamaisa, there is no nis or teva, that it's all Hashem. What I really uh, find gives me a lot of chizok is the nefesh hachayim and the inshar gimel parakir days. And what most of us, I think, are familiar with this nefesh hachayim. It's really kedai to say this every day or in different situations or wherever, whenever you need a boost in a munam bitachon. And there are cards that are given out with this little um, section. And I'm also, so I'd like to read it out, and then I'm going to share something that Robertson Kinevsky told a friend of mine years ago. So he says as follows, So there's a big schooler, and it's an Indian gadol, it's a big matter. So in order to remove any dinim or any other desires that exist, so none of these kochos could have any power over a person. They won't have any any impact on this person. So when a person fixes in it's hard to say, Hello Hashem, who Hayalokim Hamiti. So Hashem is the true God. The Ain Od Melvado Isparach. So there is no other koach in this world except for Hashem. So everything is filled with Hashem's presence. 
he used to say this nefesh achayim, and he said that it was in the course of this nefesh achayim really that he was saved in the Holocaust. Why? Because he was able to tap into the Samuna Bitachon where everything around him was being destroyed and Kleisel being annihilated and sent off to the camps. And um, he felt that this was really giving him this big chizok of connecting to Hashem to any situation. So I think that this is really our avodah, our Hashem for today, is to really tap into this, that Hashem could do anything for Hashem teva and nes is totally equal. How do we tap into it? So either we could really say this nefesh achayim, and it gives a big koach, as we said, the more a person speaks emuna, the more he's tapping into that emuna. And one of the women told me so beautifully in the series, Matzai Shabbos, that we had the Munah Bitochon series, she's a photographer, and she said that whenever she looks at anything in life, scenery or families or whatever it is, she always thinks to herself, how would this look in a picture? How would I set them up if I needed to take a picture of them now? Meaning the lens that she's always using is the lens of a photographer. And we know that when a person is immersed in something, that that's how he's doing everything. And the muscle, when a person is working to acquire these le- these glasses, this lens of a munam bitachon, then that's how he's viewing everything. He's viewing any situation that he's going through with this um, perspective of a munam bitachon. I'd also like to share with you, there's a hotline called a Life of Bitachon, and you could call in. The number is 079-704-0068. And he has different forwards and different daily digests on a munam bitachon. But the extension that I really enjoy is the extension with songs on Emunah Bitachon. And it's extension, you press zero, and then there are different songs. And the song that really I connected to most is 11, number 11. And the song is, V'ani tamidi mach, achaz tabiyad yamini, asot tabad amach, asseng ta'ashem, Hashem, I'm always with you, you're always with me. Achaz tabiyad yamini, you're holding my right hand. And the right hand, we know, symbolizes koach. It symbolizes any task or any project or any challenge that a person has gone through, they're carrying out with their right hand. And that, in essence, is what David Amalek is saying. He's not attributing anything to himself. He's saying, Hashem, this is only you, and you're holding me. You're carrying me through this situation, which sort of goes back to what we said about the Kagamul Ali Imo. So I think I'm going to end off over here. Again, my phone number is 054-846-1101. Hatzlacharabah.